Hello, and welcome to Fact Schmacks. It's the podcast good enough to get you a C. Minus. My name is Matt, and I have a story to tell you. And my name is Kev. I have a story to interrupt. All right. Great intro, as always. It's not bad. Not bad. We're getting there. It's starting to sound less like a robot. Uh, Fair enough. So, as always, <laughs> in my opinion, I guess. As always, we're going to start this game with our little version of Two Truths and a Lie, which I guess we're calling the Fact Schmacks game, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, a little, kinda where... a little housekeeping oh. off the top here. We do have a Twitter account now. It's at uh, Fact Schmacked Pod. Uh, on Twitter, so you know if you're one of our ones of listeners <laughs> and you want to let us know something, that's where you can get a hold of us. Uh, so sorry. Uh, I, as always, I think we, our account's gonna explode now. Yes, we'll we'll be in the double digits of followers soon. The, the DMs are gonna be blowing up. Absolutely. Uh, so Kevin, uh, lead us through two truths and a lie, or two facts and a schmack. All right, Matthew, there are a few items here um, that I guess you could say, uh, if you were importing them, would set off a radiation detector at the border. Okay. Three, I guess, common kind of everyday things that you may or may not suspect to be radioactive. All right. And, And obviously one of them's not. And one of them is not, yeah, yeah. to my knowledge. You're sure. <laughs> like, short of pulling out a pancake and scanning it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, <clears throat> number one, we have Himalayan salt lamps. Okay. I believe it. I, I think okay. that Himalayan salt, yeah, I can believe that. Okay. Yeah. Kitty litter. <laughs> okay. Right? Yeah. Bananas. And bananas. Bananas have potassium in them. Yes. If there was enough bananas together, I think that would potentially... Uh, is it potassium that's the is uranium potassium? It is. Uh, I, I mean, I guess you've, this is a giveaway now. So, yes, potassium is in bananas. Potassium is radioactive. There we go. So, I do think... By process huh. of elimination, you're at a 50-50. I'm at a 50-50. Kitty litter, huh? Yeah. Kitty who knew? kitty litter and salt Himalayan salt lamps. I mean Himalayan salt, I guess. Doesn't necessarily have to be a lamp. Okay. Himalayan salt. I mean it could it could be salt that comes from like a you know, a place where there's a uranium mine nearby or uranium deposit. Maybe. maybe. It's coming out of the Himalayas. I don't know where uranium comes from. So silly me, I don't uh, well, it is uranium is a naturally occurring uh, mineral mm-hmm. in the earth. Um, they have to enrich it to use it for anything. Uh, but it's radioactive scientific. in the earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still because I know I know that because of uh, computer chips, early computer chips. They they used um, a metal that was mined from a place near a uranium deposit, and the it, it was very slightly irradiated, and. Uh, the little, you know, bits of radiation that it threw off had a habit of sometimes turning a one to a zero. So they had more failures no. f- from that. No kitten. Yeah. That's well, just there's a, an interesting fact. There's an interesting fact for you. Wow. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to guess it's the kitty litter that's not true. 
<laughs> Finally, I've won. You got me, eh? Yeah, kitty litter is radioactive. Amazing. I talked yeah. myself into that. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Man, I've been waiting. Um, as far as I know, Himalayan salt lamps are not radioactive. That's not to say that uh, maybe they are, and I just didn't realize it. Um, I looked it up briefly. Yeah. Didn't see anything. Didn't <laughs> so see like, any yeah, suggestion good enough. radiative. Yeah. <laughs> Radi- uh, good radioactive. enough. All right. Um, so, yeah. There we go. Awesome. Oh, yeah. And kitty me. litter. It's only it's only certain uh, brands of kitty litter. But, uh, yeah, they do. Um, if you get a big load of kitty litter coming through, it will set off a radiation monitor at the border. But that's not you to know, say I that I should have it's... known that because of my time at the border. Yeah, you should have. I should have. Uh, also, um, I mean, <clears throat> you could have any kind of nuclear imaging test and set off those. They're pretty sensitive. Mm. Uh, um, I know in my history of working at a nuke plant, those things are very, very sensitive. Yeah, as they should be, probably. Yeah, you would hope so. You'd you would want, want to bring to that be. stuff home with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We've got a new segment today, and this segment, don't have a name for it, maybe just Matt, Matt's non-sequiturs, uh, is basically just things I've been thinking about that I need to get out of my brain, and I'm going to bring one of those to the table. Uh, today's uh, little non-sequitur is just a little language observation. Uh, English is kind of a funny language in that we put emphasis on a word, and that'll change the way it's supposed to be interpreted. I mean, you know, one of the reasons why text passages are are so difficult to interpret sometimes. The example I like to use is the phrase, I didn't say she took my money. I'm trying to say that without putting emphasis on it. But I can say that. How many different words is that? There's, uh, I didn't say she took my money. There's seven words there. Uh, I'm going to say it seven different times, and there's seven completely different interpretations of it. All right. So I'm just going to take a little quick drink here because be talking Uh, for a bit boy the content is just getting it's getting really control now really rich really good oh really rich so here we go i didn't say she took my money well someone said she took the money but it wasn't me right i didn't say she took the money or my money sorry well somebody or i you know i'm emphatically denying having said it i didn't say she took my money maybe i've implied it but i haven't directly said it right I didn't say she took my money. Well, someone took my money, but it wasn't her. I didn't say she took my money. So she has my money, but she didn't take it. Maybe there's been a sale or something. Who knows? Uh, (laughs) I didn't say she... No comment. Yeah. I didn't say she took my money. Well, she's taken somebody's money. It just isn't mine, right? And I didn't say she took my money. Which means she's taken something from me, but it's not my money. So that's just an interesting little... Fun little thing about English and the way we can just, yeah, emphasize a word and completely change the way you're supposed to understand that sentence. That is uh, kind of interesting. Uh-huh. I've got to squeak I mean, and cheer I mean, here. i stop moving. Just, yeah, just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of, yeah. <laughs> and now we're all richer for having heard that. And that's, that's what we try to bring to the table here. Uh, richness Absolutely. and maybe like three more minutes and... <laughs> <laughs> Three more minutes and a little bit of more content. Just a smidge. So just a touch. Just a, a touch. dabble, do you? We're gonna be taking you back today to like biblical times. Whoa. Yeah, we're going way, 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 way back. 
We're going to the period uh, just kind of before 600 BCE or so uh, in the Middle East. Uh, and what's just happened, my friend, is, is the Assyrian Empire has collapsed. Um, it's been kind of attacked from all sides. It's an empire that had stood for, you know, as far back as anybody can remember. It was one of the big, um, really big players in the area. Uh, but it, it fell. It would be like the modern equivalent if, like, France just disappeared overnight. Um, you know, some big military player that's just all of a sudden not there anymore. Totally changed. Didn't that happen a few years? Well, maybe more than a few years back. For a brief period of time. Yeah, you know. About four or five years. I think they were probably... Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's fair. And it wasn't good, you know. It didn't no, do anything no. good for the area. Um, no. <laughs> I thought you were talking about, like, the Iraq War thing. And I was going to be like, well, I think they were right. <laughs> Not going. But, uh, no, I think you're talking about the... The old World War II. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah that, that thing. Um, so... <clears throat> We're talking right around 600 BCE, and there's this guy named Cyrus, and he's born uh, into this kind of smaller uh, kingdom uh, inside of uh, Medea, which is one of these kind of players in the area. There's actually four kind of major players in this ancient world. There's Medea, there's Lydia, there's Neo-Babylon. Uh, which is a lot like the old Babylon, but it can see the Matrix. Oh, my God. Yeah, I had that one worked out for ahead of time. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> and Egypt. Egypt wow. is the fourth one. Um, Cyrus the Great is born into this small Achaemenid. Oh, wait, wait, wait. He's Cyrus the Great. Well, he will be. Sorry. I just maybe I spoiled it. Um, oh, God damn it, Matt. I know. He's not really who we're talking about anyways, but... He's born into this Achaemenid uh, kingdom inside of um, Media. And what ends up happening... Like TV? Media. Uh, Media. Sorry, not Media. Media. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, my bad. <laughs> C minus. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, the, uh, it's the secondhand news guy, the podcast. Um, so... What ends up happening is from the inside, he conquers uh, the Median Empire. And then, wouldn't you know it, he winds up conquering the Lydian Empire. And then, wouldn't you know it, after that, he ends up conquering the Neo-Babylonian uh, Empire. And by doing that, he creates the Achaemenid Persian Empire, which... I guarantee you, you can name at least one thing the Achaemenid Persian Empire did. Uh, nope. I bet you've seen a movie about it. Uh, nope. So, when the Spartans do their famous oh, last stand at Thermopylae... Sparta. Yeah, it's the, it's the Achaemenid Persians who are... Uh, I, well, it's the Persians anyways... Uh, at that point, this guy's bloodline's no longer uh, really running the show, which is actually what we're going to be talking about is how that that comes to pass. But he, yeah, he gets himself a little empire going. Um, and they're different from the empires that have come before him. 
Uh, if you're talking about like the Assyrian Empire, they were very, 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 very cruel and very brutal, and they were very open about it. Like if you'd go to see the king in you know Assyria, the waiting room would just be like murals of all the awful, awful stuff that he's done, like his armies beheading people, and you know maybe he's in the picture eating lunch, looking at what's happening uh, with the you know other king's wife or or something like that. Uh, just to let you know that they really meant business. They were all about business. So morbid. Why is history so dark? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the, the Achaemenian Persians were, in a way, a bit of a kind of breath, breath of fresh air. I almost said a brush of fresh air. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but then you did say it. But then I did say it on purpose. Because <laughs> that is a great spoonerism, and I do love me a good spoonerism. Um, so... You know, the, the the old style of empire was very cruel. When the Achaemenid Persians come in, you know, they do a lot of conquering. But once you're kind of in the fold, um, they're really good to you. And not only are they good to you, they want, like, they want you to be better. They want you to be better at whatever it is you do. So if Like Tony Robbins? Sure, yeah. They want to, you know. <laughs> so they're going to try to motivate you. They're going to get you what you need. Really what they want you to do is become like a subsidiary of like Persia Inc. And, uh, you know, like you're the Phoenicians. You're you're great at uh, having a navy. Well, that's awesome. You know, when we need a navy, you're our, you're our go-to. And you can kind of just keep doing what you were doing, you know, for the most part. You got to kind of stay nominally in charge. They had a very different way of ruling it was a very kind of progressive in a lot of ways uh compared to what happened before that isn't to say they couldn't be extraordinarily cruel when when they thought the situation called for it but once you were under the yoke like generally they just you know it was like hey you're you know you were great at farming before so keep on farming and if you do great at farming there's a bonus at the end of the year for you you know like rather than do you think they would let us keep doing a podcast? I think so. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I think mean, they'd be like, "You guys gotta, you guys gotta diversify. You guys gotta find, find something, something else to do. Yeah. Something <laughs> a little more productive. Something you're better at. <laughs> <laughs> what is it that you say you do here? <laughs> um, yeah. Versus, like the Assyrians might have done sort of the same thing. Like they didn't, but it was more like you know you're gonna do this or else. Um, you know, first, you know, so they had a very much better kind of style of, uh, of stuff. See, Cyrus dies. Oh no. Yeah, what they happens? All, they all do. He, uh, he died. I mean, I would assume they've all died by now. Yeah. He died trying to capture territory like they, you know, like they all do. Um, that's a great story in and of itself that I didn't really research enough to, Wow. To be able to convey the details of now, because I wasn't, because we're not just talking. Gets better and better. I know we're not talking about him. The only thing he really does is establish this empire and die. Uh, in terms of like what's important to our story, he dies and he leaves the kingdom to one of his sons, a guy named Campyses. He's got another son though, a guy named Bardia, and. In order to kind of you know like in that day and age, handing over an empire to your successors having any sort of succession plan is very dicey, right? When you're the one guy in charge, all somebody really has to do is kill you and, you know, have enough support and they're, they're the new guy. Um, yeah. 
So he has a plan. He's going to leave. He, you know, there's the one son that he thinks is is the heir. He's got the heir and the spare. Um, the other guy, though, the heir and the spare, heir and the spare. I like, I like that. Yeah. The other guy, though, gets a consolation prize. He gets like his own little kingdom that he's kind of he's in charge of. He gets all the tax revenue. He makes all the decisions. So it's like you know you get a little piece, but but your brother gets you know the all the power. Could you could you just imagine just being born into that? Like, there's no merit. Yeah, you just you were just born. Yeah, and then boom, kingdom. Yeah, like, and and I mean, Cyrus was born as a king. Like he's he was born actually. He was the grandson of the guy who is the king of of um, Medea, who eventually tries to like when when Medea and um, and the Achaemenids start fighting to kind of spark his whole like rise to uh, creating an empire. It's his grandpa that attacks him. What? Yeah. So that's not cool. I know. Like things were weird back then, right? So yeah, fair enough. You know what's funny is um, just on a little tangent mm-hmm. um, is like when you look at World War One. Yeah, that was like a big family uh, fight too. Heck yeah, it was weird. Yeah, right? like the 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 uh, king of um, England was cousins with uh, Wilhelm from the Tsar of Germany or whatever. Yeah, and uh, the Tsar of Russia was uh, Nicholas, mm-hmm. and they were all cousins, and they actually look alike. If you look at pictures, they look so close. It was just like a big family spe- uh, dispute. My grandfather swears up and down that my family tree goes back to Kaiser Wilhelm somehow or connects with Ooh, Kaiser I, Wilhelm I, somehow. I could, I could see that. Yeah. I definitely see it. <laughs> I've always pictured you as more of a Napoleon myself, but <laughs> I could I could see Kaiser Wilhelm. He wasn't short for the time and neither am I. Uh, <laughs> so Camp Ices, the, he's actually Camp Ices the second. Um, named after Cyrus's dad, who was uh, named Camp Ices. Uh, Camp Ices II starts off, you know, pretty smooth. Things are going well in, in his empire, but supposedly he, he kind of... The, the narrative... Now, we're going to be talking about... I, I, I can't remember if I said this off the hop, but we're going to be talking about something that definitely, totally, almost certainly happened, no doubt. So... <laughs> This story that we're going to be talking about, you know, supposedly, no doubt. Allegedly. Allegedly. um, Starts off, you know, he starts off doing pretty good, but he goes off the rails really quickly. Oh, as we all do. As we all do. He conquers Egypt. That's a big plus because remember I said there's four, you know, kind of major powers in the world at that time. Uh, His dad conquered three of them. There's only Egypt left. Um, but he conquers uh, he conquers Egypt, so that's you know good for him, I guess. In terms, so they're of like the the king of the king of the world at this point, king basically. Of, king of kings, as a matter of fact. King of kings. King of okay. kings. And I think that you know that title also kind of shows how you know they did divide up a lot of power regionally. Like I said, like you know you get to be king, but I'm king of kings. Uh, oh, okay, that's like a hat on a hat. Yeah. <laughs> Um, now, but, so this is where people say that he kind of, you know, as, as far as the story goes, he, he kind of goes off the rails and there's a, there's also, he, this also is an example of when they could be like pretty cruel when, when they wanted to be. 
So before this war with Egypt starts, they they sent some envoys, um, you know, probably to try and just give them the, you know, we're coming and we're going to win. So, like, why don't you just save us a whole bunch of trouble? Here's the deal that everybody gets. It's not a bad deal. You know, why don't you just become a part of Persia Inc.? Like I said, you get to run Egypt Inc., a wholly owned subsidiary of, of Persia Inc. So they send these these envoys to, to Egypt and the the ruling class in Egypt murder the envoys. Uh, so is, uh, hold on, is this like Pharaoh Pharaoh days? Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, the civilization in Egypt is so 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 old, so so old. I mean, uh, yeah, the, yeah. This is way yeah, well well into that. I mean, the Great Periods okay. exist already. Um, the great period periods pyramids Pyramids. and they would have existed for like thousands of years at that point we're only only like 600 bc at this point uh or we're we're already at 600 bc which is you know kind of like what do you think alien alien technology there (laughs) do you you buy that no No, it was just a lot of manpower god would it ever be yeah Um, Man, yeah that's a lot okay carry on yeah, so they they killed the envoys, which is a big no no, you know. Then, as oh, it would, you don't shoot the messenger. You don't shoot. You still don't. No, you don't. So they I'm just the messenger. Yeah, they go in, they conquer Egypt, and then when it comes to time to decide what to do, and I'm just I'm gonna give um, a trigger warning here because this this does involve um, some pretty gruesome stuff here. Hold on one sec. I have a very Angry canine. Mm-hmm. Well, you'll be happy to know that nobody was here to murder me. Oh, that's great. It was merely somebody picking up a planter. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Thank I, God. I was really worried. I can understand. Um... So yeah, when it comes time uh, at the the end of the war to figure out what the punishment is going to be for murdering these envoys, which you know, like I said, as then as now is is not a cool thing to do. You just don't do. Not cool. Not cool. Um, they maybe go a little overboard though, but they definitely knew who to send a message to. Uh, they didn't, you know, kill a bunch of peasants. Uh, they didn't kill a bunch of soldiers. What they did is they took all of the elites in the city. And they marched them out to the the outskirts of the city, and first they paraded their daughters around in slave clothing, uh, which, um, you know, back in the day, and and you know, I think any time they're slaves, it's it's the part of slavery that we don't really like to to, to think too much about. Um, that you know, having a sex slave is probably a attractive proposition. <sighs> yeah, so they're. They're being sold into prostitution is what's happening. So they're showing the parents that this is what's happening to their daughters. And then they march 2,000 of their sons out and murder them. Execute them. Yeah. So just like so, so grim. Uh, God, could you? Like, I I can't even. What would that look like? like? People so shitty to people. Yeah. Like, why? Oh yeah, and you said it, and I think the first first or second episode, life is cheap back then. Oh yeah, like your whole life's just gonna be your you're a sex slave or your dad or like 
this is your life. Like, no, uh, there's no value to it. Yeah. Well, and imagine going from being like one of the elites in a big city to, mm. yeah. Can't even. That's a rough, uh, for something your parents did too. That's, uh, yeah, that's super yeah. freaking rough. Um, the, he also supposedly stabbed a religious bull, uh, or a sacred bull, the Apis bull that they worshiped as an actual God. And this is back in the day. And, you know, it's easy to, to make fun of it from, from our modern lens, but this is back in the day when like they would have this bull and it's not like that's a symbol of the God. That is the God. Or they've got, um, you know, this, a statue in the middle of their city, and that's not like a statue of the God. That is the God. Um, you know, the first uh, first commandment, you know, we're... Thou shalt not worship an idol God. An idol before God. You know, we kind of, uh, it's it's interpreted nowadays because it makes more sense nowadays. It's like, you know, not your material possessions or, you know, your or anything else, you know, ahead of your religion. But like back in the day, it was literally like, no, stop worshiping that statue. <laughs> Over there, That's crazy. <laughs> um, I wonder if the guy, who, <clears throat> the guy who made the statue, is just like, dude, it's just rock. Like, uh, well, he's I made pro- I he's, made that for twenty bucks. He's probably been dead for a thousand years at that point. You know, the stuff's like, they lived in a world that they knew was old. Like, it's you know, civilization for them going back a couple thousand years. That you know, there's just not a whole lot of writing about, but it was it was there. They knew that they were they had a history that went back really far. Um. So he supposedly stabs this bull just in like as he's mad with power, really upsets the locals. Supposedly, also in his little like reign of madness, he kills his brother Bardia, and he does it in secret. You know, he can't he can't stand having a rival for power around there, so he kills his brother. Does it in secret? Only a few people. Bart- What's that? Bardia was the spare. Bardia was the spare. Yeah. But, you know, I'm around now, so we don't need a spare anymore, right? Yeah, Is that's what... happened. To, I mean, that's uh, you go back to a lot of stories. And yeah. What, what do they call that? Uh, fratricide? Or... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, like I think so, yeah. Yeah, because it's, 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 yeah. let's not get bogged down in technical terms and details here. <laughs> De- yeah. Details and facts. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> what are the people so here the for? the show's about. What is the person here for? Emphasis on the schmacks. <laughs> <laughs> but after killing his brother, suddenly he gets word that Bardia has seized control in the capital. <gasps> How does this happen? And then... Wait. Is it his ghost? Could be. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. And then he dies. Like, really shortly after. Uh, there's a couple different versions of how he died. Like, a lot of it says by his own hand and people interpret that in different ways you know some people say he committed suicide uh which a lot of people did back in the day king of kings well but if he thinks the the gig is up maybe he's he's made a lot of people mad who knows the other stories are that he either was getting on a horse and the tip of his scabbard had fallen off and he stabbed himself in the leg doing that and uh, oh dude that's how that's totally how i would go yeah and he just be the clumsiest like you would watch it in in slow motion, yeah, and but it got was like full speed, gangrene, and, and it took him like a week to die or ten days to oh, die from, from gangrene. And the other story is that he still involved him stabbing himself in the leg. Just he was whittling, and he stabbed himself in the leg. Uh, wow. Yeah, imagine going out whittling. Like yeah, only I hadn't I, decided I, to whittle. Yeah. <laughs> 
but Fermi now they didn't make that whistle. Yeah. So now what's what's gonna happen? There's this group of of elites that were hanging around with this Camp Isis guy, and they know that this Bardia is is supposedly dead, but the general public doesn't. And they can't have this, you know, imposter. Ooh, totally, totally an imposter. Definitely, well, that's a, <clears throat> definitely an that's imposter. That's the thing. You could totally do that back then because there was no print or TV where people are like, oh, I know who you are. You're not that guy. Yeah. You're not Justin Bieber. For sure. Um, so there's one of the guys who's who was hanging around, the, the spear bearer for uh, Camp Isis is this guy, Darius or Darius. I think Darius is probably closer to how they would have pronounced it. Um, and uh, he thinks that it's a, a magi named Galmata who's taken the throne by pretending to be Bardia. In, uh, in what are what are what are magi? Are magi like is like yeah, magician. Can, sure. Yeah. Wizards. Wizards be like wizards back in the day. That's what he said. Is basically yeah, it's actually a wizard pretending to be. Uh, Pretending to be this guy's brother that I totally know got killed earlier, so I totally know that this guy's an imposter. So they decide that they're going to do this like secret assassination mission. They're going to do like this. This is like a game of Among Us. Kinda. Yeah, they think that. Yeah, they think he's sus. <laughs> as, <laughs> as my son, my eight year old son, who's a mo- uh, so obsessed with Among Us, now walks around saying things are sus. <laughs> so they hatch this plan they're gonna sneak into the the palace in the capital wherever that is <laughs> <laughs> well researched yeah, absolutely and they're gonna assassinate Gaumata is it the capital of capitals Yes, King of King reigns from the capital of capitals in the palace of palaces <laughs> he's got the harem of harems <laughs> His forks are the fork of forks. (laughs) Um, So they they do that. They start they they get you know into the capital and they're like the elites of society, so they can get in wherever they want. You know they're like Mm -hmm. strolling into the casino in their tuxedos, but you know drop a couple bucks. Yeah, give the bouncer fifty. Absolutely, they get their way into the palace, and wouldn't you know it though, foiled a couple of eunuchs spot them. Okay, let's, all right, now, <laughs> from Game of Thrones, uh-huh. let's explain, I, I know what a eunuch is, yeah. but for our listener. Yeah, well, a eunuch is someone with a lovely a singing is. voice. Is that what it is? <laughs> also, somebody who's had their uh, their testicles removed, they've been castrated. God damn, dude, why? In uh, Persian society, uh, eunuchs were like the bureaucratic class. So, so if like you, you want get a job to, at the DMV, yeah, but you got to chop your nuts off. Yeah, it's like a really cushy lifetime gig, but you gotta now. Some debate over whether it was like they were like ceremonial eunuchs and they had like taken a vow of celibacy or something, or if they were actually, you know, chop chop eunuchs. What's the what's the deal there? Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. Maybe I. I the only thing I can think is that you know if you're gonna be around the palace and around the, you know, the royal family and his harem, maybe, like, the only thing he'll tolerate is is men with no 
no balls. Maybe it's like an ambition thing if you're going to be around the... <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know what the justification or rationale... Maybe they just loved, like I said, the lovely singing voices of... Uh... Like super high-pitched at that point. <laughs> yeah. That's but if they're castrated the like, young. I don't know. If, maybe if it's you, later in life. If you lost... Okay, okay, like if you lost your testicles for whatever reason, uh, I mean, you can still do most of the things a dude can do, right? From what I understand, like yeah, you get so, you get I mean, some nudicles. It's just, it's just kind of pointless. It's what they did, apparently. All it wasn't, right, man. Well. I wasn't making the rules at the time. So All right. these eunuchs, well, that's a eunuch folks. Yeah, these eunuchs recognize them and totally know that they're up to no good. Uh, and a, a knife fight breaks out, and I have to imagine with their lovely singing voices that it was a lot like West Side Story. <laughs> i 100 percent believe that's exactly what happened yeah so apparently in this uh, whole situation that breaks out they know that galmata has like fled to the top of uh tower i'm gonna say i don't really know exactly how this went but he gets separated <clears throat> and darius and his friend follow him and they're they're chasing after him and the, his buddy tackles Galma galmata and he's holding him and Darius is standing there and his friend goes, what are you waiting for? Stab him. He goes, I don't want to stab you. He goes, do it. So he plunges the knife in and manages to, to stab the Magi and not his friend. And there we go. That guy's dead now. And uh, these seven people decide amongst themselves in a way that I don't, I'm not sure if I want to tell you about because it's like super. Do it, do it. It's super gross and it involves horses, and it's not. What? It's certainly not. Yeah, no, a thing. no. You have to listen. This might be the only content <laughs> that people get out of this. <laughs> the value that we get out of this. Someone's gonna go to work tomorrow. So one so, person to be like, you know what I learned? <laughs> <laughs> this is Let's how listen to this uh, podcast it was really horrible. This is allegedly, and I, allegedly. I, I want to stress that nobody has ever been given power over anything like this. Like, this, this totally did not happen, but this is what they say. All seven of these guys get on horses, and the oh, goal God. is they're just going to stand, they're going to sit on their horses, like, all overnight or something, and then once the sun comes up, the first guy whose horse neighs or makes a noise is going to be the Empire. So I know you're thinking the, like the emperor, the emperor, the king, king of kings. Um, this sounds like a Kenny versus Spenny. Uh, yeah, skit. it's nobody's like who can sit on a cow the longest. Yeah, that's kind of what it is. And who can get their cow to make a noise at the right time. So supposedly yeah. Darius's um, guy, his horse guy was like, hey, buddy, I got you covered. You know what I'm going to do? Oh, no. Oh, God. I'm going to stick my hand. Oh, <sighs> I got this this mare who's in heat, and I'm going to stick my hand all up in her business and oh somehow God. not get the shit kicked out of me. And uh, my hand is going to... clearly cheating. Oh, yeah. My hand is going to smell like all kinds of horse vag. And uh, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep them in my pocket, but like once the sun's going up, I'm going to, you know, I'm going <laughs> to raise my stink fingers here and give them a whiff. <laughs> At the appropriate time, and 
Well, sure enough, it worked. Apparently, his horse made a noise at the right time. Oh my god! This Why is allegedly does history has to be so horrible. And so he, Darius, um, has like he carves this whole story about you know his like commando mission into the the king to, or into the palace to you know the whole thing about Gamada the Magi and how uh, you know the one guy had killed his brother carves it into a mountain like he really wants people to to believe this and people largely do it's still now this is a very eurocentric way of looking at it but it's only like in the west in about the 1960s that historians started looking at this story and going like yeah that didn't happen right like that's not how it went down at all uh so not just the horse thing like you're telling me yeah that you get these seven aristocratic uh, dudes. I'm assuming they were all dudes. Yeah. Who just happened to like, know that the the one guy had killed his brother, but nobody else knew that. Okay. So they go and they, they mess this guy up. They, they take him out. Uh, and then they're like, you know, I, I really don't know how to settle this bet here. Like, who's going <laughs> to who's gonna be the boss? I've got some an idea. Like, yeah, some dude's like, hey, man, what if... Just what if we all sit on a horse and come dawn, whichever one nays first, I'm picturing it's going like, to be the leader. I'm picturing it like the one guy's like, uh, you know, well, back on the farm, we used to. And then like another guy's like, shut up. We don't care about what you did back on the farm. I'm tired of hearing about it. He's like, no, I've got a good idea. Just get seven horses. Like, yeah, you know what? All right. Yeah. Fair enough. So what? They just sit out in a field. At night, just looking at each other, yeah. looking back and forth. Making awkward small talk about who's going to be in charge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, then, and then all of a sudden, like, like his buddy just comes up and he's like, uh, hey, you guys see that over there? <laughs> Sticks his hand in there. Gets the old stick fingers up. <laughs> gets, gets the old sneaky hand in there. <laughs> Nobody is like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Your boy cheated. Well, Nobody like just goes like, well, you can't do that. That's cheating. Well, I don't You're know. Disqualified. Maybe they did, and he's like, well, was it in the rules? Did anybody say I couldn't? <laughs> I couldn't shove. Did anybody some... say I couldn't fist my horse? Yeah, that I couldn't get <laughs> my slave to fist my one of my horses uh, and then shove his stick fist. And... Oh, man, let's just cut this episode. <laughs> it's just terrible. So. I mean that that is one of the the many things in this story that really doesn't make any sense if you'll if you look at it. I mean, where do you find this shit? Uh, that's a, this <laughs> just, just uh, this part. I, I was in hardcore history. This was in a hardcore history episode. It was just a small part of one, but this little story. I mean, obviously, I thought for me, obviously, um, the guy uh, the guy never killed his brother in secret. It was actually he his. Didn't? Well, that's what I think. It was probably actually his brother who had taken the throne. Oh, like, man, I can't, I can't keep track of this. Well, if you this think is, this is like, like Game of Thrones, it's like a whodunit. Uh, you got to be like Columbo. Just one more thing, right? But like, think about it. Does it make the sense? The plot that, thickens. Does it make sense that there, you know, he killed his brother in secret, and then just, there just happened to be this doppelganger who showed up, who somehow knew that the other guy wasn't going to come back? But or does it make more sense that it really was the other guy, and he just, you know, legitimately took the throne once? But I mean, 
how could okay if <clears throat> we didn't have tv or, or any kind of photographs or print i could say i'm you and you could say you're me and unless you actually know me you wouldn't know the difference you could totally be an imposter back in the day i don't know why you wouldn't yeah well yeah other than like the people in the palace should theoretically know who he is right because I mean, he grew up there. So yeah, the, the, yeah, the that's consensus true. That's true. in this day and age is that, no, it really was the, it actually was Bardia who was, uh, who was the brother. And this Darius guy just totally made up this, this story about why he had to go and kill him and take, you know, take power. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. It looks a lot more like, uh, you know, the seven elites kind of staging a coup than, yeah. Yeah, it makes way more sense. I don't right? know about the horse I don't know about this horse thing though. And it's actually totally, you know, now people think that maybe the story about Campices, you know, getting stabbed with his own sword and dying, you know, the only person to report that really was also this Darius guy. So it's totally possible that he got rid of the one brother and then got rid of the other oh, brother. Oh man, it's a Yeah, it's 100%. 100%, That's what it was. right? 100 per um, there's also, though, oh boy, a possibility that the story is true at least in some part. Like maybe it's just kind of out of order, and and you know the one brother uh, started you know gaining popular support and started a kind of quasi revolution, and so the other brother killed him. But then he did die of gangrene, and maybe there was you know some imposter king because it is interesting to note that there were at this time apparently other imposter kings that sprung up that's what i'm saying dude yeah so this would have been so easy apparently it was um yeah yeah so darius ended up though the king uh he wound up being actually a pretty pretty great king um well i mean he's just full of trickery he was full of trickery um and he really totally wanted you to believe that he totally that 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 story is totally true and he he is king of kings because of a horse's vagina wow yeah god damn that <laughs> that's probably your best worst story yet <laughs> thank you thank you very much i didn't know where it was going and i could never have imagined where it took us yeah <laughs> yet here we are and here we are uh I wasn't actually sure if I was going to get into the horse part, but yeah, that's probably, yeah, it was the wise, wise choice to go down that, that hole. God damn. <laughs> oh, Matt. Oh, that took me a second. Oh, it shouldn't have. It really shouldn't uh. have. <laughs> but like, you know, he, uh, he, he was, he, he kept that empire together and he really consolidated it. Um, you know, his kids' kids had that empire, you know, that went right until Alexander the Great, I think in 300 and something BCE. Uh, you know, that, that's, that's what he's famous it's like for. Like a 300 year reign. Could yeah. you, like, man, just, it's so crazy to think about. What if like Washington's kids were still running America? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I wonder what like, the longest what standing like. dynasty ever is. That's something maybe for a future, future episode. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't it like in China or something? I thought. Oh, probably. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, and I mean, our history only goes back so far, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm Mm-hmm. For for now, I guess. 
So that's your story, now. huh? That's my story, and I'm uh, largely sticking to it. <laughs> you know, again, if you have any uh, any thoughts or corrections, uh, please send them uh, to Kevin. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> this is that's a job for future Matt. Yeah. God damn, dude. Well, I mean, that was that was kind of cool. Very interesting. Uh, I'm gonna give you a uh, so in in full um, disclosure. I was not overly prepared for today's episode, which you wouldn't really notice basically kind of how our shows go. You wouldn't know whether we were prepared or not. I think people uh, would be surprised to find out that there's any level of preparation. (laughs) So, uh, I don't, I don't really have a Kev's closing fact today. Um, anything I could pull out of my ass right now would just be, uh, just, just terrible. So, that is just you know this isn't the first time or the last time the show is gonna let you down so <laughs> well I, yeah there it is yeah i guess well how disappointing yeah what you must have something you must have another uh non-sequitur sequitur i always have a hard sequitur sequitur god i always have a hard time with that word yeah no i got nothing off the top of my head here you've put me on quite the spot you've put me in a pickle well, you know, I got to the end of the show and I was like, oh, yeah, I was supposed to have a Kev's closing fact. <clears throat> so That's the why fact it's... of the day is this podcast ain't that great. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we're out. <laughs> All right. Have a great night. Whatever. Week. We'll see you next week. <laughs> great close. <laughs> <laughs>